0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to First Run Bald Movies. I'm your host, Aaron. And I'm Jim. And today we saw Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. This is something we're kind of doing new for 2019. If, if there's nothing, we're trying to do a movie every every week, and if there's nothing that's hot, that's exciting for us uh, this week that we think will, will be interesting to watch, we're going to either go back and see something we missed or maybe something from way back into this, from the nostalgia files, something from the 80s, 90s, or aughts. Maybe it's the '60s or '70s. Maybe we'll see a movie Maybe from it's the, the '30s. Silent, silent. The black uh, and white era. Yeah, no, Feel like I saw one. Uh, but yeah, so uh, there was like a Ke- Keanu Reeves limited release that's uh, embargoed critics critical reviews up until the release, and we're like, nah. As much as we like Mr. Reeves, we saw Into the Spider Verse. Um, this is the second time I saw it because I took my family to see it on Christmas. Uh, what did you think, Jim? This is your first time. Mm-hmm. Uh I mean I don't know how you can
1: come out of this movie not having had a good time. Uh it's it's like 95% enjoyable even for me who is like somewhat of a side-eyeing skeptic at mm-hmm. these kind of comic book movies. Right. So yeah, I mean if you have any affinity whatsoever for Spider-Man, you're going to love this. Yeah, uh, and I feel like there are 16 other layers to this thing that I just didn't get because I'm not a huge Spider-Man fan like I'm not steeped in the lore of the comics, you know and I felt like they were pulling a lot of stuff from there that I just didn't get but it all still worked for uh, a Spider-Man newbie if that's what you want to call me.
0: Yeah, I mean it's hard for me to say because I've I uh, Spider-Man and the X-Men were kind of my jam growing up and on into my early adulthood. So I I I think there's a lot of stuff that's kind of a new invented material because it's uh you know the, the premise of this movie um is that there is a new Spider-Man who's a young boy and the old Spider-Man that still lives in 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 in, in the world he's like in his mid 20s and he's very successful he's saved the world multiple times he's married Mary Jane Parker uh, and uh, he promises to take him under the wing, but dies in essentially their first mission. This is not spoilers. This is literally the premise of the film. And then, uh, as a result of T- Kingpin trying to fuck around at the time, the, the timeline to bring his family back has been has been killed somehow. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this brings a whole bunch of uh, potential allies for this new Spider-Man from from multiple dimensions. It's very. Very Rick and Morty. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of the storyline was kind of inspired by, by, by you know cross pollination from from watching that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I agree with everything you said. I, I think this film is funny. It's it's smart. It's uh, got a pretty coherent plot. If you buy it with if you buy the you know timey wimey science fiction mumbo jumbo, um, it's got a lot of heart and a and, and emotion, and it does a really good job. It. it what I thought, and I, I guess I never really thought about this, is how malleable the Spider-Man myth is. Um, like, you can do so many different things. Like, I've always thought Spider-Man's kind of rooted in a particular place and time, and and this, this kind of turns that on its head and shows that, you know, the really important thing about Spider-Man is, you know, the great power comes great responsibility. And there's uh, mm-hmm. some moving tributes to Stan Lee throughout the film, and then... The the uh, at the credits they they have uh, you know his 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 personal belief that you know anyone that does the right thing when it's hard to do that's the definition of a superhero and the, the anybody could be Spider Man and that's kind of like the theme one of the things I think the fi- the the film plays with is that you know uh, anybody could be bit by the spider and and choose then choose to use those powers for good so. I liked it. My son liked it. Cecily liked it. You liked it. I've not heard anyone shit on this film. No, I've never heard anything other than glowing reviews for this thing. What did you think of the animation style? Because it's peculiar. So
1: I don't... liked all of it except for Kingpin. Oh.
0: I actually think
1: the Kingpin is like, it, it's almost like a logistics thing. Like there's no vehicle <laughs> built for this man. Then and, and they don't ever address it. Like, it's, yeah. it's, he just slides out of an SUV, no problem. Yeah. Uh, he walks through doors. He That he won't he, fit through. That, he w- that, that frame, like, think Shaquille O'Neal, except if he was as wide as he is tall.
0: Yeah, he's <laughs> well, a cube. Like, it's,
1: it's fucking ridiculous. I, I really didn't like the Kingpin uh, design, of uh-huh. character design, but uh-huh. other than that, I thought the animation was amazing.
0: Yeah, I... Especially
1: I, during the action sequences.
0: Oh, yeah. I, I like the Kingpin, like, uh, because... <laughs> I feel like if kingpin was drawn conventionally more like a vincent d'onfrio f- uh from the the netflix adaptation of daredevil that you just wouldn't buy that he could potentially menace spider-man
1: yeah i don't uh, buy it anyway but be- because in the co- <laughs> huh i don't buy it anyway but <laughs> sure but, but making this kind there. of
0: like larger than life monster like impossibly mm-hmm. much because because the the whole thing with ilson is he is like uh incredibly strong people mm-hmm. think he's fat but that the the myth of it is that's actually all muscle uh-huh. okay, so you know and and the, the tension between a spider man kingpin fight is always you know spider man could kill Kingpin easily, uh, but so doing someone that powerful. Uh, but yet, f- that, that's fragile, is something a Spider Man always struggles with. Like, mm-hmm. you know, when he fights a Titanic guy, he can just use all of his spider strength and all of his uh, speed and ability. When he fights a mortal, it's, it, it's harder for him to do that. So, again, steeped in the spider lore, I was like, oh, I like this billboard size kingpin. <laughs> uh, and I like the superhero, the physics behind it. But yeah. I also, it's so, I mean, it's clearly 3D animation that's working very hard to look like 2D. Mm-hmm. And the way it kind of flashes, and they play with like comic book conventions. Like occasionally, you'll see uh, 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 the the new Spider-Man's thoughts appear in the like li- yellow boxes, and sometimes you'll see like you know a, a old Batman series. Wham, bam, kapow! Um, yeah, I, I thought it was hilarious to see kind of the the conventions of Spider-Man.
1: You know where mm-hmm. he has Spidey sense, and there's this constant voice in his head that you, as an audience member, are privy to being sort of discovered by a new Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, th- This is very, very early on in the movie. Like, yeah. almost, with, probably within the first 10 minutes. Right. But the things that they do there, uh, playing around with that concept is just really cool.
0: Yeah, and I I just thought that there's... When I watched this movie, because I thought some of the the, the... the recent movies of Spider-Man are pretty good. Like, all the... Sam Raimi ones. I didn't care much for the Andrew Garfield, but but mm-hmm. the problem with the Andrew Garfields wasn't that Spider-Man didn't look cool or move like Spider-Man, but I gotta say that animation is where Spider-Man really shines because you just... They're, they're still making him be CGI in a real world or something clunky and weighty where when he's just you know, effortlessly acrobatic and he moves like the Spider-Man uh, is, is always drawn to be, you know, kind of like a Spider-Man. His, his joints kind of bend to odd angles and mm-hmm. he does weird things with his fingers and toes to stick on walls. And I felt like this is one of the truest, like, Spider-Man come to life and just just lavish. And in the creativity, it beggars my imagination, just thinking, trying to imagine how someone come up with some of the shots and, like, the processes mm-hmm. and just... Like, the credit sequence at the end, I was thinking that, like, who the fuck came up with this and executed it? <laughs> I know it's, like, a hundred dot di- guy, but, like, there's got to be, like, a yeah. half dozen men and women that, like, had this this vision to come up with. And like, how do you how do you do that? And then once you have the vision, how do you make it happen? Mm-hmm. And this movie is just a two-hour-long version of that. Like, inventive camera angles uh wild shot lines uh crazy focus pulls and slow-mo and mo and dimensional and, and, shifting and like different styles
1: of of animation and, yeah. and that kind of
0: stuff like yeah. there's a lot of vector art
1: kind yeah. of stuff in there but also at the same time they're putting like comic book almost like a paper texture across just right. like the sky or right. the window that you're looking out of or whatever giving it like a really weird but unique and interesting feel
0: i the think they they a lot of spider-man adaptations miss which i think they've gotten pretty uh the, the new uh is it tom holland is that the new one the new guy uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah the way his his eyes are expressive mm-hmm. uh you know that's just something in in the comics like you know spider-man is just wearing this 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 mask and passive mask but in the comics he can always kind of scrunch up his eyes and like you know narrow them and widen them and show shock and fear and laughter and that all just happens and you know it doesn't make any fucking sense but it looks cool and it's yeah. it's a lot of uh, spider-man's personality because in in the movies they're always looking for an excuse for him to take his mask off because you know what the hell you, you gonna pay you, tom holland to not show his face yeah you gotta you gotta have a guy acting here and although they
1: paid nick cage to not show his face in this one
0: Oh that's true. Nick Cage finally got to be in a super the play the the be in a superhero <laughs> film.
1: Just he a sure straight superhero yeah. film.
0: So good for him. Good uh-huh. for him. I know he wanted Superman, maybe he'll settle for for one of the best Spider-Man. I mean, I man, I I really love Spider-Man too. I really love Homecoming, but I, this might be my favorite Spider-Man ever. Hmm. It's just a lot of fun and it's also good to take cuz I think it it's you know, got some pretty decent, like, moral lessons if you're looking for that as a parent to teach a kid. Um, the other thing is, because um, we're going to talk about the some trailers maybe here in a minute. Uh, I feel like the, the trailers, I don't understand why this thing's marketed as, like, a kid's film because when you look mm. at the and maybe it wasn't marketed that way I don't I don't feel like it was marketed well at all but it it's, it seems like it's still making a couple hundred million at the box office but you know every trailer we saw was a was a was a cart not even young adult it was just the cartoons um yeah. and like it's this isn't a this isn't a kids film I, it's not an adults film it's it's not even a family film it's just a really good it's a all age it's an all ages attraction mhm and i felt like that the marketing somehow maybe didn't didn't quite get that um i don't think it mattered though it was so good that literally anybody who's talked about this movie
1: has said glowing things yeah. so like when you said hey uh, maybe
0: we should talk about spider verse i was like well i haven't seen it but i would love a chance to <laughs> yeah it's also uh, is produced by uh, lord and miller who are the guys behind like 21 jump street and the lego movie and uh, a couple other the others. reboot of 21 20, right. yeah, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the movie the, yeah. the one is well f- fairly well received um okay and uh i i don't know like these guys um oh i guess they also directed and wrote the cloudy ch- a chance of meatballs i th- these guys feel like a, another kind of early pixar where they take things that seem like they should just be cash in or second tier shit like the lego movie that should have been just a two hour long commercial for Legos. And it was, but it was also a very amazing experience in, in, in and of itself. And, um, I felt like they just can tell a hell of a story with just about any palette. You give them mm. plastic toys, Spider-Man dude, bros, whatever you give them, they will, they'll, they'll tell a compelling story, um, for it. So yeah, uh take your wife, take your kids, take everybody. Cause there's Spider-Man and everybody <laughs> up in here uh, anything else you want to say, non-spoiler? No, I think we should talk about the trailers. You, you got a perfect segue here with the Lego Movie. Yeah, so uh, Lego Movie Two is coming out, and I mean, I love the first Lego Movie. Um, it's right in my dad' wheelhouse. I'll definitely see the second one. Um, I mean, it looks like fun. I
1: haven't seen the first one, but
0: really, I, I thought know. you finally did. No. Okay, yeah, you know, the one thing that was that so this is trailer two, and they completely x they they completely. The trailer, A, uh, highlighted the other protagonist um, in the movie, which appears to be uh, uh, Chris Pratt. So, so Chris Pratt plays the hapless Emmett, who is just a regular Lego dude that's kind of like the idiot. But Chris Pratt also plays the dashing heroic hero guy, the, like the new protagonist in this movie. So, like, Chris Pratt's playing Chris Pratt from Parks and Rec. But he's also Mm -hmm. playing like Chris Pratt from Guardians of the Galaxy and Jurassic Park 4. And they play with a little tension about like that being funny. Uh, And that element was totally absent in this in this film. Mm -hmm. Uh, This was all about, I guess, the I don't know. They're doing something with the little sister. I think the villain of the if you don't know, spoiler for a five year old movie, the villain of the first movie was essentially dad. The dad, you know, is a Lego collector, and he didn't want his kids playing with his fancy Legos. <laughs> and his his boy essentially sneaks down to play with his Lego his town eight hundred dollar Millennium Falcon. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And he glue, he super glue. Oh my god, he super glues all his Lego kits together so you can't play with them. The fuck? Yeah, no. What kind of dad is that? You're right. And that's the whole the whole the whole movie is the allegory of this father son relationship and discovering your inner child. Oh. And then I think the next movie seems like it's themed about the little sister. With her Duplo's and her boogerin, her her cool older brother shit up is going to be kind of like the villain that's taking over. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm excited. I'm 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 pretty excited about that. Uh, they also had help help me out. What Toy was, Story Four. Toy Story Four, which is just a teaser. It's the one that they're yeah. spinning around. It's droll. It's funny. It was it wasn't funny. It's just my—I have a fourth that says for I'm not these. a toy
1: and I don't belong here. And
0: yeah, it's mean, a cool concept. I didn't, I didn't think right? it was funny. Isn't I, this funny. I thought it was
1: like, okay, well, I know the Toy store I know the Pixar does really good jobs with Toy Story Four, so I forgive this shitty trailer. Is what how I felt coming out of the trailer, I, the, the teaser.
0: It's a, you know we have in the Baldies uh, our awards our, our spectacular awards show. We have a segment called uh, like biggest risk, highest reward. Uh, and this is right up there because toys, the Toy Story oh, trilogy, yeah. three is, is so good, is is as close as a perfect and, and a perfect ending to yeah. like where you took a little boy com- and his toys completely through this life cycle, and it's arguable that you should never gotten that toy box down off the shelf again mm-hmm. when you and and you're doing it and for no reason then probably to turn a buck. Yeah. I, I hope they got the story to justify it because holy shit, I have faith at this point yeah in, in
1: pixar studios being able although i, I haven't seen like cars too well that's why oh, you
0: have the faith because whatever. that's <laughs>
1: so i still have the faith uh toy story they won't fuck up toy story
0: i hope not i hope not they can't but it's 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 a scary it's because like boy you didn't really have to do this i hope it's mm-hmm. good uh is there anything else i'm yeah aladdin was oh, another teaser from disney what, uh what do you think live about action aladdin what do you think about these live action like I, I i've seen the live action lion king trailer yeah um that one's weird that one's weird because it's animals. I think it might be the bet, the potentially one of the better ones because a lot of Lion King was just trading on the natural beauty and like how mm-hmm. amazing, like, you know, the, everything looked. And I think with CG, you can probably do that. But I don't know. I, uh, I, I saw, I, I didn't, did you see the live action Beauty and the Beast with uh, Hermione mm-hmm. from Harry Potter? No. Uh, and Dan Stevens. I, M- Emma Watson, I, I didn't care much for it. There's, live action can lose some of that spark you know yeah just like imagine making into the spider verse live action it would just lose a lot of its loosey-goosey fluidity and
1: yeah i don't I, i'm curious to see what uh genie looks like and and sounds like because without robin williams uh robin williams like defines that movie to me yeah uh in a lot of ways i I wonder who they're gonna get to play Jafar. Uh, they, they did try to sort of trade on that natural beauty in this teaser as well, right? Like, they take you into the cave. Probably the most visually interesting, aside from, like, one of the markets. Right. Uh, the most visually interesting set piece they've got in that film, I imagine. Yeah. Uh, so, they they try to do that, and this is just a teaser. It's literally just Aladdin seeing a lamp. Do you know who the live-action
0: genie is? I don't. It's Will Smith. <laughs> Will and, and, Smith.
1: Okay, I can't wrap my head around that. And in, in all of it's the very different than and, Robin
0: Williams. And all of the pre-kind of uh, release hype, it's he's been just a human character in like genie pants and a vest. Oh sure, like shazam is that. Is <laughs> no, that... Don't start that shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I and I. Well, they should have got Sinbad. They really should have got Sinbad. Just close the loop on yeah, that. Just yeah, just finally
1: once and for all make that happen. Sinbad it might trip. be like
0: 70 years old. <laughs> you know, be. Or he could be 40. I don't know. You're right. I really well, don't know. The black don't crack, and that's before you get genie powers involved. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's Will Smith. I I don't know. I don't know why. I mean, Disney, this feels kind of creative bankruptcy to just go and mm-hmm. do live action versions that no one asked for or of all of your old favorites. It's I one- mean, Disney is doing
1: nothing but covers at this point, right? <laughs> star and wars other marvel IP. pixar yeah uh now their own damn ip from back in the day yeah
0: yeah yeah are they making know. anything new have they released any new IP in the last 10 years? I don't I, I that's that's what the Sony the Sony Bono project was when they got the last big copyright extensions. Like all right boys, <laughs> this is a one final we push. Got, we got we got 2 decades to come up with a perpetual money machine. What can we do? Buy Marvel, buy Disney <laughs> or uh, yeah, buy our own shit. Yeah. Uh buy, buy you know, they're going to hostilely acquire Harry Potter and then going to be I wonder be if Disney has over. ever actually tried to buy one of the studios they already own. <laughs>
1: they've gone out and said you know what these guys are doing real good work let's right. try and buy them up yeah like uh, lasseter or what sir.
0: what was the other guys the, the the big guy from the 90s that ran everything he's just out it's like yeah i like uh this touchstone's making some pretty good movies <laughs> let's make it let's uh, let's make it off they just want to tell we already own them no no no, no. <laughs> uh I that that might be. Uh I think that's all of the trail there's how to train your dragon six. Oh yeah. I yeah. don't I, I that's that a fine that. franchise. I just uh I stopped watching after like the first one, I think. <laughs> Maybe I saw two. But uh Jack's not into that and therefore I don't have to be either. Uh yeah. I think that's it. And if you uh are are listening and you're not a club member, this is where your voyage ends. This is where the spider verse collapses into a singularity of zero bits. Uh, but if you would like to be a club member, it's easy to join at club.baldmove.com. Spoiler-filled movie reviews, uh, first-round movie reviews are just the, f- the tip of the benefits at club.baldmove.com.